super nice to have you guys on the show. Um, Chris and uh, Sam from Alpha Academy. Um, excited to be talking to you guys. Um, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thanks for having us. Of course. Um, let, let us start with um, how you guys started working on the project and maybe a little bit about your background, how you start with NFTs and what did you uh, do before? And um, yeah, maybe you guys start. Chris, do you want to take this one or are you happy for me to? Yeah, I'll, I can jump in. Um, so what was I doing before? I was basically um, working full-time for a creative agency as a creative technologist. Oh, nice. um, actually, the same agency where I met Sam. Um, he was a art director um, before he left and went to another agency. And so uh, we'd worked together for quite a few years there. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of got my beginnings actually as a designer more than a, a developer. Um, and I've always kind of had this fascination with technology and, and through university, although I was doing a lot with the creative side, I was always sort of tapping into uh, technology, playing around with AR and then later on VR. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of the space that I was playing in um, before. Um, and I guess uh, there was a natural um, progression into the crypto world when that mm -hmm. really started to become big, um, probably around 2016, mm -hmm. 2017, and then 2018. Um, and I guess, um, through the early days of 2018, where I think there was that one of the first really big crashes and it, it kind of washed me out and I became, <laughs> I guess, a little bit bitter about the whole thing, uh, just from personal in, involvement in that. And, and I didn't really touch it until a lot later on then. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's basically how I kind of, Sam and I overlap. Um, we sort of had a professional working relationship. Um, prior to then um, collaborating on this project. Mm. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll let Sam tell his story because he's the one who really kind of instigated um, this project. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I basically, I mean, I come from sort of, I studied design and illustration um, and sort of entered very early on um, uh, in a sort of working for an illustration agency in a very commercial capacity doing you know, stuff with kind of ad agencies, lots of storyboards, sort of, you know, editorial work, bits and pieces, but very commercial, not, I mean, you know, very much meeting a client's brief. Um, but as that sort of progressed, I've kind of, uh, you know, got into sort of working more in sort of experiential marketing and, and sort of events, which is sort of where Chris and I um, met. And we worked um, doing that for, um, you know a couple of years together and that's sort of where i was more focusing on sort of graphic design and that sort of nature and sort of made my way up through that you know then becoming senior designer then art director etc mm -hmm. um and then look i mean like i mean everyone you know had had some really close friends who very much you know in, in i say early days but you know kind of four or five years ago um sort of got pretty heavy into crypto and mm -hmm. and um and then particularly only in the you know last couple of years one of my good friends um uh dived into the nft space and you know was just banging on my door going dude you know your skill set what you do everything that just you check it out check it out so mm -hmm. you know it took me a while i think like everyone and especially newcomers and stuff it's sort of you have to sit with it a while and but then i think it just kind of clicked and made sense and so i sort of just took the plunge and basically started as you know an individual artist not knowing a lot of you know kind of the, the obviously the dev or the tech side of things but but just you know having a platform like you know OpenSea where you know an artist can just mm. you know upload their work and all that sort of thing so you know sort of thought all right I've, i kind of had an idea for a collection i've sort of always drawn um 
kind of characters is, is, is sort of my default and if you know if okay. you look through any of my old sketchbooks or whatever there's just endless kind of pages of characters and stuff mm -hmm. um and so I sort of really explored that a little bit and that's when i um had this kind of my initial collection which was only 101 and it was cool. called the exile um series and it was sort of a, you know the, the kind of pfp style thing but essentially everyone was a one of one as in you know nothing mm. was generated it was me just you know kind of creating one then you know the next one etc um and you know that that got some eyes i mean obviously it was quite small in the scheme of you know big projects and all that stuff mm. but i guess you know if anything it just sort of made me realize oh wow this is sort of you know really exciting really interesting space to be in and above and you know above all is the opportunity to sort of just do what i want to do which is really exciting so that kind of happened you know i think about um september last year and mm -hmm. and then subsequently kind of released a sort of a you know straight after a, um what was kind of happening in at, at the same time a sort of you know secondary series called exalt which was sort of just more the heads of this character mm -hmm. and i had dropped them to kind of all the collectors and then kind of um, released the rest and sold them um and then it was sort of like, okay, well, what's next? And obviously having worked with Chris and, you know, we're in a professional capacity, but also, you know, we're very much friends, okay. you know, during our working career at the agency and, and basically, um, yeah. And, and kind of went to him one day and was like, dude, I mean, you know, there's this, yeah, all the kind of, you know, 10 K collections, all that sort of thing. I mean, the, just the, the, the idea of the generative thing, the creating that sort of, you know, body of work where each, each artwork is essentially you know part of a tapestry or a piece of the puzzle to this mm. larger sort of series i think really interests me and you know i don't think it, and chris i don't want to speak for you but i don't think it took much convincing because both of us found it super interesting in a space that's you know really kind of all over you know everyone's trying to figure out what it is and so we just thought let's let's kind of give it a go um and yeah I mean, that's sort of where it began and that's kind of how we both came together to sort of start the project. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, I, I love uh, how you guys met uh, through um, your professional life and uh, our friends in real life as well. I think it helps a lot to um, have this um, strong connection and um, uh, knowing each other for a longer time um, rather than maybe you guys being se uh, living um, across the globe in different corners of the world so yeah um, but um, as you also said 10k collection right and yours is a 3k collection how um, did you guys come to this conclusion i mean you also started with only 100 101s and i think it's also a good starting point for artists um, to get themselves out there with a smaller collection and um, yeah but uh, you made the decision to not go with 10k but rather with a 3k collection right yeah i mean there was a couple of reasons behind that and it was it was very intentional and i suppose in in full transparency like chris and i it was much more we were much more interested in in sort of you know going through the process creating the collection mm -hmm. sort of you know combining both our skill sets and you know chris obviously um and i don't think he's mentioned this yet but you know hasn't has a background teaching generative design obviously mm -hmm. me loving sort of characters and whatnot and it was more about you know we sort of saw this potential in creating this thing and we really started at a sort of humble level i think mm -hmm. chris we, we, when we first started we were, i think 
500 was thrown around as a number to release and then yeah. and then kind of a thousand and i think it was more on the back of on just the the the, the concept which i suppose mm-hmm. we can get to later but the kind of the ideas and and the breadth of sort of the assets and stuff that it was almost like are we going to do it justice kind of keeping those numbers way down so yeah, we kind of expanded. trying to find that sweet spot yeah and i think the the reason like i think there's more than enough content there to have done a 10k collection but mm-hmm. at the same time we were both very aware that we're sort of entering this space and we didn't want to you know i mean which we've kind of used as many approaches within sort of what we're doing we didn't want to run or before we walked and we wanted to sort of build it and mm. you know again can't speak for other projects and you know bigger teams all this sort of mm. thing but you know there is something that i think you know a lot of people and you can see it constantly and you can see projects where you know i guess people think you know developing that huge collection mm. but don't really realize all the things that then come after that and suddenly having this sure. huge fan base and these expectations and and all those sorts of things, which is part and parcel with the game. But mm. I guess it's it was just, we were just very conscious and just didn't want to feel irresponsible suddenly mm. releasing something that was suddenly big when we didn't kind of, you know, we hadn't gone through the process of developing it ourselves and having the means to know where we're going to take it and how we're grown it, going to grow it. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, yeah. And when did you guys um maybe you can uh, talk me through the timeline of the project um when was the launch date and uh, what was the minting price and stuff like that and how was it possible for someone to get uh, um get a mint and was there like a process behind it or allow lists um being given away with other projects um yeah so well this is a good uh test of my memory here the <laughs> pre-sale mint day was the 17th of february okay. uh and then the um sale was the 19th um the, so the the general mint okay. day was the 19th of february mm-hmm. um and it was uh 0.07 eth mm-hmm. um to mint either in the pre-sale or the sale mm-hmm. unless you held one of sam's uh previous artworks mm-hmm. um obviously we we really wanted to make sure that we were acknowledging um those kind of core people who had been there from the beginning um, and backing sam from the beginning um and a fan of his art and so that was uh 0.05 mm-hmm. for uh, anyone who held an exile or exalt um and so working backwards from there the the whitelist process we did have a whitelist obviously mm-hmm. for the pre-sale um, and that was primarily uh, given to those who are early in the Discord and through some of the giveaway competitions, mm-hmm. um, just around obviously trying to generate interest and a bit of um, social media amplification, I suppose, um, just getting the word out there, using that that whitelist to, um, to attract people in and find people who were very keen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had, how many people did we end up whitelisting, Sam? Was it 400? From memory, um, thereabouts, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it must. I think it was. I think it was about four hundred public, and then thereabouts a hundred that were Mm. would have been the exile exile Mm. holders. Um, yeah, from memory. Um, and I suppose another thing with that is, you know, to what Chris was saying, we're also very conscious. You know, I mean, there's lots of stuff in the space that everyone, you know, you know, I know there's lots of debates about whitelists and what they are, Mm. and you know, if it's kind of 
good for a project, good for the, the individual, the psyche mm. of this. You know, we were very adamant we didn't want any kind of grind nonsense, any leveling sure. up stuff. I mean, I, you know, there, there's definitely times when I guess it does make sense and for some projects, et cetera, but it just didn't feel like we didn't, you know, we didn't want people losing sleep or mm. not, you know, not basically doing, you know, enjoying their lives and doing their other commitments and, you know, trying to get them to just hang in our Discord as much as, you know, the kind of, um, the, the hype train is sort of, you know, deemed absolutely necessary mm. for every project success. But, um, but I suppose within that, I mean, we were very active, um, just keeping eyes on things. We were bumping people up when we just saw mm. they were being active, but not kind of saying if you do this or if you spend this long okay. here, you'll you'll get whitelisted. So, um, yeah. So I mean, it was it was quite a passionate kind of core group of people that mm. um, that 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 sort of ended up on the whitelist, which was really nice and a lot of them are still the people that are turning up every day in our discord and really, mm. you know, kind of giving the project energy sort of, you know, sharing things and doing, I mean, doing all the things you just love, love the community to do and, and really respect that, that, you know, their time and their effort, um, yeah. you know, being, being alongside us. Yeah. Interesting. And, and when did you, I mean, you said um, you launched or um, the, the, um, Uh, minting started uh, in Feb, but um, did you already? When did you guys start with uh, putting yourselves out there and announcing that you are um, starting with a with a new and fresh collection? Um, how how long did it take to uh, build uh, this community? Yeah, look, I suppose, uh, and yeah, I mean, to Chris's point, dates pro a little bit hazy, but from, from memory, there would have been maybe like a silhouette teaser. I, mm -hmm. Don't fact check me, but it feels like maybe end of November, December mm -hmm. somewhere, Chris. Okay, okay, so I okay. could be wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but and then and then it was sort of that slow build up. I mean, okay. you know, we we um, yeah, we we I look and again full. Check, you know, I kind of looked at the sort of some mm -hmm. of the influencer things and all that, and sort of was exploring that, and then decided that's not the road. You know, I don't know if that's the kind of Uh, you know sort of how, how to kind of attract people and the sort of mm -hmm. you know tactics and strategy we wanted to use so we're very much right. sort of just focusing on organic growth and and just trying to engage people as as everyone is everyone's shouting into the space trying to get people's attention but yeah. you know we really did believe in what we had and really hope that sort of the art and the i guess not just the art but i guess the quality mm -hmm. and the kind of effort um put into the artwork first and foremost mm -hmm. um really sort of shone through and and so i guess you know from well, let's just call it late november through to kind of um you know mid-feb we were kind of promoting the project and obviously sharing and you know figuring out what works what doesn't work doing some whitelist giveaways obviously collabing with other projects that we thought were interesting and you know and kind of doing those shared things i mean all sure. the kind of standard stuff that you see for most projects mm. Um, especially in those early days when you're just trying to find your feet and you're just trying to get, you know, getting eyeballs on things, mm. sort of the, the, you know, one of the kind of the first steps, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I'd say it was probably around, was it around three weeks or maybe a little bit more a month that we had the discord open and that's mm. when we really started obviously to, um, to ramp things up. So mm. we, we took our time and, um, obviously this was our, our first, uh, drop mm -hmm. um so we just wanted to make sure that we were really confident about the quality of the product and everything was kind of ready to go before we really started pushing it um and we also didn't want to just be stuck in that cycle of just kind of teasing 
mm. um, images and things like that for months and months um, and dragging that out. We just wanted to, uh, to have sort of like a short, um, exciting build up and then mm. launch. And then that was the next step, right? Then, then sure. it's everything you can do after that. And because we had sort of run the generator uh, hundreds of times, we knew that there were some really exciting combinations. We were mm. kind of just really excited to get it out there as well, right? Like we didn't want to Absolutely. build it up for too long when we could just put it in the hands of people and show them how good the art was. Um, and then that's really where we feel like we were earning the trust um, after the the launch rather than just um, asking for a lot of trust before the launch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was really hard because, you know, there was like, I, you know, and again, you know, a lot of projects show, you know, all their teasers and stuff and you do mm -hmm. end up seeing a lot of the best of everything that projects true. show. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there can be, you know at times quite an underwhelming sort of result when there's the reveal and stuff so i was you know i think we both were but i was definitely in a kind of constant battle of like how much do we show people but also mm -hmm. i want so much of it to be a surprise and be interesting and lots of little like aha uh -huh moments and lots of little kind of you know little bits and pieces for people mm -hmm. to discover and obviously um you know reveal and trade and etc cetera, etc cetera. so mm -hmm. there was definitely this sort of you know inattention of just trying to wanting to show as much as possible, but then also very conscious that, but then, you know, obviously there's no surprise at the reveal. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, so, you know, it was a really interesting period and a really, you know, I mean, again, you know, anyone who's, who's gone through a project or started a project just knows kind of that there's, you know, even what, if you come from dev world or marketing, well, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. there's still so much for everyone to sort of figure out in this space and how best to sort of, you know, present yourself and present your project and how you go about things. And, and, you know, there's obviously a lot of stress involved, but it's also really fun just trying to figure these things out and sort of see what works and see what doesn't and sort of obviously hopefully take a lot of learn learnings along the way. Of course. I mean, you learn always um, along the way, as you said. Um, and we, we've been talking about the art. I, I think we should maybe also show the art right now, right? And talk about the yeah, art. Um there then as well if we can do um uh the screen share uh, scr chris oh that's perfect timing <laughs> on cue oh those are the uh, like the initial ones are the one-on-ones right how many do you have um so there was there was sort of i mean the gold obviously all hand like hand done as mm. in you know i mean they're they're, they're kind of um of but course. there's sort of four four very specific one of ones which mm. were the house captains okay. um yeah um so i nice. then, chris i think i've got to give you credit for the initial spark of that idea but i guess that was another thing that you know we we did work a long time uh, uh, you know work on this for a long time and i guess mm. you know just talking about that progression that you know, this character so wasn't cool. the first character I, I drew and wasn't the first test and wasn't, you know, and I think, you know, we kind of had this idea, I guess, where the project came from, mm -hmm. really trying to think about, you know, what what is a, what one, what's something we'd really have some fun with mm -hmm. and two, um, you know, what, what, you know, what can we avoid that in an oversaturated space of certain, you know, just go to kind of, um, you know, of course ideas if you want to call them that or yeah. visuals but um but yeah i think and i think i've mentioned this before in space or whatever but um yeah i think it was looking at some old uh school photos that mm -hmm. i was down at my parents place and you know that kind of idea of you know obviously a pfp and 
you know, the idea of being a kid and nostalgia and all those nice things. We just thought that was a really fun idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where, you know, this as if this was sort of a photo school day and, and you know, these kids obviously were all part of the same school. Mm-hmm. But I think, Chris, somewhere, I, I do feel like it was you that kind of, you know, you know, just, I guess, workshopped or came up with the idea of what if, what if they were houses? And I think instantly we both knew that was a super exciting idea and sort of an elevation mm-hmm. on, on kind of, I oh, will just, you know, 3000 of the same base character. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, I guess, changed momentum a little bit. And we started looking, okay, well, what if there's four different houses that all have their kind of own look and, and I guess own themes and own concepts around them. Um, and yeah, I, I think and that I'll, was I'll of, take credit for that. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think <laughs> that was kind of, um, that was probably the moment as well when we both just felt like it was the right direction as well. Like mm. we'd yeah. thrown around a few different ideas and, and that kind of cool, but there was nothing that, that really compelled us to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, we, we were both kind of just searching for just like some angle that felt unique and different mm-hmm. um, that would add another layer to the project. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah, I sure. love the artworks. I mean, it's a little bit, let's say, different than the um, usual um, NFT cute PFP projects um, art because I, with those thinner lines, it looks more, um, I don't know, it looks more detailed and also more, um, yeah, that it looks like you, you guys put more work into it because um, it's um, more detailed, yeah basically it yeah um, i mean that's you know and that was very specific i mean if you know again you know a listener and it's anyone in their own time you you know look at look at look at sort of some of those you know characters especially some of the other traits zoomed in and stuff i mean there is a lot of kind of thought and and, and Mm. effort put into certain things and then i think especially you know looking at the themes of these different houses as well as um i guess all the kind of combo uh, combinations of traits and yeah. how certain things will and won't work with other things um which you know again that's a whole other conversation is you know the kind of the the, the effort put in especially you know me creating them but then chris obviously having to build this generator that <laughs> that catered for for this um you know there was there was a lot of effort kind of put in that and that was something that was really fun stressful tiring exciting to sort of figure out along the way mm. um and that was definitely a big incentive for us as well to just to as a reason to step into the generative space mm. um, because i think we were both really keen to prove that we could do a really high quality generative project that mm-hmm. just didn't look generative and that was kind of what the driving force was there that's why we kind of just really um i guess punished ourselves mm-hmm. uh to to um create all these kind of exceptions and rules so that every artwork True. should look like it was really considered even though it ended up coming out of a generator yeah that's crazy yeah. right that's actually true what that you mentioned that because um usually a generative um, art project is let's say um, not so um, sophisticated or let's say it's a little bit easier but here you can see it's with all those shadows and um, attention to details um, and even though you uh, used the generator and made all those um, rules and exceptions um, I, I think it was a lot of work to do 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I mean, there's lots of little things like if you get this top trait, then you've mm-hmm. also got to get this other trait that sits between the background and the body trait. And, yeah. you know, I think, you know, you look at a lot of projects and, and that's fine. They've kind of got that linear sort of, you know, background mm-hmm. body, you know, outfit, you know, hat, eyes, nose, mouth, mm-hmm. done, special, unique, whatever. Which is, you know, fine, but I think we were like, oh, this is going to be so hard, and that's why we're like, but that's why, you know, that's why we're we're, we're going to do it because, you know, we just thought if it's easy, yeah, everyone's everyone's kind of, you know, and we all know that there's, yeah. you know, there's so many projects coming out constantly, so, True. um, yeah, we just wanted to challenge ourselves ultimately, you know, and Sounds again, good. you know, looking at the houses, thinking about all the color palettes, how how you can kind of make sure, you mm-hmm. know, they sort of look in sync and the different houses work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there was definitely a lot of consideration and, and workshopping and, and kind yeah. of, you know, trial and error going through it. I guess we should say, um, just because we're so used to talking about the houses, um, yeah, yeah, the four yeah. houses that ask. we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just so obvious yeah, to yeah, us because we're just kind of like lived in this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, Organica, new psychedelia and uh retro groove um and i gotta give all credit to sam for those Mm -hmm. um those four final houses um which are have their own really cool distinct visual style Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so maybe sam you can just talk a little bit more about that and i can show some examples here like this is organic so yeah like i think looking at themes and as you know as opposed to not very kind of heavy-handed obvious themes wanted to kind of come up with some themes or a bit a little bit more abstract and a bit mm-hmm. more interesting that i guess you know one you know gave a uniqueness but a, a, but also just kind of gave a bit of room to move and sort of just think a bit out of the box in sort of the different bits and pieces and and kind of you know visuals that could make up these certain houses so nice. um yeah no i i think um Organic was pretty obvious, just everything sort of nature or, you know, animal, you know, flora, fauna, et cetera, um, you know, kind of got minerals, rocks, you know, all bits and pieces in there. And, and I just think, you know, in terms of, you know, our natural world on earth, everything, there's just such a rich sort of, you know, rich visuals to mm-hmm. tap into. So that was sort of a really obvious, exciting one. Um, new, which is on the screen, which actually new is no new no what how, how do you say it in german neue 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 yeah sorry neue yeah um yeah so i think it, you know but this is also me being just a design nerd mm. and sort of looking at like helvetica new and all that sort of thing and sort of you know i guess <laughs> the english bastardization of it but um nice. yeah that, i mean this was you know wanted to sort of do you know i, I come from sort of a, a healthy diet of you know growing up in sort of street culture and skating and graffiti mm-hmm. and hip-hop and all these sorts of things cool. so definitely sort of leaned into a lot of that with sort of just these characters trying to make them sort of like the you know the cool kids at school and this idea of doing this you know kind of monochromatic pattern with you know one highlight color mm. i think just really i thought was really interesting again you know a True. bit different to to kind of a lot of the stuff that's out there so there was just a huge appeal in that nice. um and then what else we got i mean uh, psychedelia obviously you know i mean you know i know we're in a school and i'm sure we've said this but you know chris and i know sort of you know um i wouldn't call us proper dgens but you know we're definitely like enjoy the space and all the kind of that sort of thing so you know again i vibrant colors all that stuff i really love and that's you know one of the biggest assets to oh, well, assets not the right word but one of the biggest sort of um uh additions i guess that mm. having sort of a very 
uh, digital focused art world and the you know this this nft movement is to be able to do this hyper hyper kind of you know colored sort of mm -hmm. you know really saturated really using the rgb spectrum so mm -hmm. you know and and then also i mean you just have so much fun with this because you know just super trippy and super weird and fun and nice. playful and you know so um this was sort of a no-brainer it could have been one of the first ones i came up with because mm -hmm. i just knew that this would just be a really fun place to to mm -hmm. have a play around and then the final house is retro groove which is mm -hmm. just again i suppose looking back at that nostalgia stuff and then again you know healthy diet of you know kind of watching you know movies and i guess hip-hop culture especially mm -hmm. 80s early days all that sort of stuff all the early sort of you know graph stuff the wild style you know playing playing um on our minds and just really kind of focusing on that and kind of having that sort of retro color palette um so yeah that's i mean that's sort of like you know an overview of how the four came to be that's nice do they also have like um, a story or like is there more to it than obviously it's like a different world for all those four different houses right where they live in and um, is there um, I don't know is there any utility we didn't talk about that I know um, is there something like that I'm missing or how does it go well I mean, Chris, I don't know if you, so basically, so we've, um, it's a, you know, and mm. I think we've kind of mentioned it is, is sort of really wanted to start with the sort of art. And yeah. I think Chris, you've said it before. It's sort of that idea of kind of proving yourself before you then prove yourself, you know, as sure. in we wanted to kind of release this and now we go, okay, we've got this. And we, I mean, God, we, you know, had a lot of ideas and a lot mm -hmm. of directions prior to the release, but we really wanted to sort of, you know lay this foundation with this this sort of you know this initial collection mm -hmm. and then um and then you know since so, since then have gone off and really sort of looked at all these you know different sort of you know call them roadmap items mm -hmm. and utilities and all that sort of stuff and really trying to um look at what can basically serve the story and the creative mm -hmm. idea the concept that we've come up with um so we have just in uh i think a week ago just kind of given a sort of an overview a bit of a teaser of some of the stuff we've been off looking into oh, nice. here we go oh, um, okay cool. yeah so so this is kind of what we're looking at phase two i mean we're kind of treating phase one as the launch and and basically having having created that initial collection and now this is sort of what we're looking into um and you know yeah i mean i suppose unlike a lot of roadmap that you know and you know a lot of people kind of expect that especially at the start we were very mm -hmm. modest about that and we were just you know we i suppose we just didn't want to feel um irresponsible in mm -hmm. kind of one you know claiming we're going to do you know uh, oh, we're going to have a game and all the mm -hmm. all these things that you know and i'm sure you know a lot of the times you look at them and you kind of go well you know that's great good on you for being ambitious but if you're claiming you're going to release a game that mm -hmm. anyone wants to play in three months then i'm not sure <laughs> you, yeah i don't know if it's just ambition or just being a bit clueless to what's actually involved to have something anyone would want to properly engage with true um so yeah look i mean this is kind of where we're working out so there, there is a lot and i suppose just you know I'd, probably just being a bit careful what we want to say and not say chris i guess mm. just to mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, we definitely see this, um, I guess, the tension that we have of talking about a roadmap, mm -hmm. um, while not wanting to give away too much, is that we see this as an experience for anyone that's a holder, right? Mm. And so this is a story that's unfolding. Um, and so we have to tread that line between giving away enough to obviously give people confidence that mm -hmm. we're still here and that things are going to happen, mm. um, but also not just telling everyone in advance exactly what's going to happen because sure. ultimately we want this to be a really great experience, not only for um, what you get out of it, but just the journey that you go on through holding it as well. Mm. Um, and so that's why we kind of um, just, I suppose, uh, we've from, from launch been feeling our way, the best mm. way to communicate um, and how much to communicate uh, what the plans are. And this is kind of um, what you're looking at here on screen, I guess the combination of where we feel comfortable kind of like um, showing where we're, we're going to be taking everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And look, I suppose for a lot of roadmaps, which, you know, I mean, having kind of ambitions and ideas, you know, we had all these ideas, but we kind of went off and investigated them and worked through them to then go, no, no, we're very confident in what this story is and this sort of arc that we've got mm -hmm. kind of, you know, in place. So now we'll tell you what we're doing as opposed to sort of, you know, saying, oh, these are all the things we want to do. Now we've got to run off and figure out how to do them. Mm. It's more we wanted to kind of make sure we were sort of confident. And, you know, again, without going into a lot of detail, making sure certain things in here link and, you know, there's the, the sort of, you know, a, a narrative that passes through all of this. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's obviously going to be sort of, you know, various touch points and, 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 and sort of interactions and rewards, benefits, exactly for holders. But, you know, it's just, we, we just wanted to feel very confident in what we wanted, where we wanted to take it and what mm -hmm. we were, um, it, our intentions and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of what has also um, been part of our um, uh, process is that, you know, Sam and I have pitched for so many projects for mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. um, and it's this process of like coming up with a whole lot of ideas, these stories and how they can come together, getting really excited about them. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately it, it gets to the client and the, then, you know, you get half of them <laughs> shot down or like they end up on the cutting room floor. Right. Uh -huh. And so like we're, we're at this stage now when, when all these ideas that we've kind of workshop, we are essentially our own client here. Like we get to decide, um, what we actually decide to build, um, which is a fantastic place to be. And so cool. it's also just making sure that we, we choose that we do our due diligence and choose those right ones, because there is just like this wealth of, of things that we want to draw on and do. Um, and so just whittling that list down into something that's really uh, coherent and um, achievable and really exciting. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that you didn't give out um, too much in the beginning and you just focused on the art and and um, on the concept you have and later on without um, I don't know fixating um, certain ideas or um, roadmap items you you um, get confident in what you're doing and really really want to go into this or that direction and then you push it out i i think that's a better way of navigating and i uh, also think it takes out the pressure for both sides for for the holder and also for uh for you guys for the team um so yeah i really love it i i, I, I can feel it how you guys are talking that it's really um about the art that you guys are confident and um yeah it's uh, i really like um the way you also built the homepage. 
So um, it, it feels more than just um, um, a, a character, I would say, or a PFP. Um, you've put so much um, thought and and um, yeah um, ideation, I guess, into um, the world you're creating. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I, by the way, I also stumbled upon the um, the little story or the, the one or two sentences you put into the um, OpenSea account. This was also kind of funny, like the end where you said uh, the portrait taken on school photo day <laughs> and um, uh, showcasing the the unique um, um, yeah the unique cool cute creepy and unfortunately some um not so beautifully looking uh, kids so this is also something i really like <laughs> it's pretty cool um oh yeah well i think yeah like again i suppose chris mentioned you know we've we've kind of worked on endless briefs with endless clients and mm -hmm. you know and And although Chris, you know, focuses on technology and, and me sort of at the time, art direction, graphic design, mm -hmm. you know, we'd often just come back and go like, what's the idea? Where is the, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and, and uh, I think, you know, often that's sort of lacking and, and mm -hmm. lots of projects don't need that, but that is something we just think is a really nice, you know, kind of a point of difference to, to a lot of projects. Um, you know, really developing that sort of world building and that law. And mm -hmm. I think it especially gives you the opportunity to, you know, we at, at times we see, you know, we're loving being sort of, you know, the, being in this Web3, the NFT space, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also, you know, at times we go, well, this this is kind of one medium to a potential, you know, what what else we could, mm -hmm. where else we could evolve the brand and, and what else this could exist with. It, you know, I think it's, I think ideally, you know, in the long run is, you know, start as an NFT project, but really seeing the sort of developing a brand mm -hmm. and like, you know, basically if we can kind of grow it out of that as well, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, this is obviously where we want to be and there's so much more to explore here, sure. but there's, I just think there's kind of other opportunities that, you know, arise and you see lots of projects and lots of them doing it very mm -hmm. successfully, whether they're, I don't know, apparel, you know, partnership collabs, all that mm -hmm. sort of thing, or, you know, there's this, I mean, you know, obviously you can reference something like Bored Apes and, you know, kind of sure. what the, you know, beyond, you know, the, the NFT space, what they've done, which is just, you know, amazing. So, um, yeah, I think, I think just having that sort of sense of, of, of kind of a concept, a sense of place, a sense of world building, um, it's just, just gives us limitless options of mm. kind of to grow it outwards. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, sounds very nice. I'm excited what's going to come up next because you talked about some items and how you don't want to give away too much uh, info. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, really looking forward to that. Um, is there anything you, you would like to um, share before we uh, wrap this uh, interview up or? Um... Um, Chris, I'm not sure if it, I mean the next steps like we've kind of got this story unfolding and we're mm -hmm. just um you know i mean in the background there's there's a lot sort of going on and that and we're just i think that the other thing that i guess people you know i i know time is probably uh you know the biggest factor and sure. the biggest sort of um thing that that really does put pressure on you know it's mm -hmm. a great thing too i mean you know having a deadline having that sort of pressure is really that driving force mm -hmm. but at the same time you know it's just being very aware that you know we're thinking about what we're doing today what 
how does that interact in six months or doing, you know, just really trying to kind of make sure we lay those sort of, you know, I guess set the chessboard before Mm -hmm. checkmate. So, um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot we could talk about, but Chris, I'm not sure if if, if you wanted to, if there's anything that we think we could go into. I mean, I know you're, you know, you're developing that utility, um, contract pretty much developed as far as I can tell. And again, you know, just, Again, it's not sort of the thing to share necessarily, mm-hmm. but it is the keystone to make sure that certain things interact. Um, and, and, you know, some of these things we've laid out in front of you all sort of, mm-hmm. I guess, speak to each other when of they course. need to. And, and yeah. That sounds good. I think as well, um, just the opportunity to shout out to our community as well, right? Just because um, we've, it's such a, a great creative place. I think that's one of the things that we love about the community. And, and we talk about how we're really, an art-led project and mm-hmm. it, it definitely resonates and uh, has attracted a similar like-minded crowd. And so mm-hmm. it's we've got sections in the community where everyone's just sharing uh, not only just sort of how they've been putting their alphas into different scenes, um, but just their art as well and, and all sorts of things. They've been getting their kids involved in colouring in competitions. Nice. Um, and that's been, that's a side of this, I guess, neither of us really uh, anticipated, mm-hmm. um, but no. it's just been an absolute joy for us to have um, as an aspect of the project. Um, so yeah, just a massive shout out to, to all the guys in the community, all the guys and girls in the community. Cause it's just awesome. Awesome. Sounds... Yeah. And it's also, I mean, so much comes out, you know, I mean, there's mm. so many ideas that get sparked and, you know, activated from, you know, whether it's directly or just, you know, people chatting, making, you know, whether it's just the offhanded reference to something, you know, mm-hmm. something in school that happened and, you know, you know, if people grow up in you know different generations, and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, it's just fantastic because mm-hmm. I think it just really inspires and really helps kind of shape and give us sort of ideas and directions of where to go and where to take this. And obviously, is you know, great sort of just um, you know, getting a bit of a sense check of of sort of where we're at and what we're doing and all that sort of thing. So um, yeah, I mean, it's by far one of the most kind of exciting things to have people around you that you know at times seem <laughs> seem as passionate if not more passionate shout out yeah. to alec and his um in his leg tattoo um of <laughs> one of the alphas but yeah no it's um yeah it is really inspiring awesome yeah i mean it's um it's very um yeah i don't know what word to say but um i think um yeah heartwarming or very nice to see people out of the community doing stuff for the project um, including their their kids also or um i don't know people with coloring and uh, in the drawing um, sessions and yeah um, sounds, sounds very cool um Thank you guys so much, uh, Chris and Sam, for uh, taking the time and talking about your project, Alpha Academy. 